Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the second book of Samuel, Shmuel Bet. We are in the middle of chapter 18. We are about to read verse 16. We left off in the last podcast with the killing of Avshalom by Yoav and his men. Now, um, the next step, the next obvious step is for the armies to return to David, inform him of the victory, but also, of course, inform him of the killing of Avshalom, which went against his explicit instructions, and we will see how this news is brought to him, and how... um, also how David takes to this news. Um, Yoav obviously deliberately disobeyed the king. He felt that Avshalom needed to be killed, but despite being sp- explicitly instructed not to do so by David. <laughs> so Yoav <clears throat> blew on his shofar, which was the signal that the battle is over, the battle is won, and the army uh, stopped in their pursuit of the armies of Israel, because Yoav held the people back. <coughs> um, and that was obviously a predetermined signal that they should stop their pursuit. Yoav, of course, did not want to destroy the entire Israelite army. He'd rather make peace with everyone and bring everyone back under the wings of David's re-established monarchy. <coughs> and they took Avshalom, the body of Avshalom, and they threw him into the forest, into a big pit. And they put a large pile of rocks upon him. And all the people of Israel ran back home to their houses and gave up the battle. Avshalom himself uh, had taken He took for himself a pillar which is in the Emekamelach, the valley of the king. <coughs> Presumably this is a place where uh, kings... Um, I mean the valley of the king, uh, the valley which belonged to the king. Um, Avshalom said, "I do not have a son." We recall earlier that he had daughters, but he had no son. Bavur has Shemi, but no. So I have no son that's going to carry on my name. <coughs> so in order that my name should be remembered, he called this big pillar of stone. He called this pillar by his name. And he called this Avshalom's monument until this day. And Avshalom wanted this to be a memory to him because he had no son. He only had daughters. So now <coughs> the troops have to come back to David. So verse 19. Achimatz, the son of Tzadok, said, I want to run and I want to tell the king. Uh, that God has saved him from his enemies. Achimatz uh, is pressing to tell David because he wants David to hear the good news. Presumably he wants him to hear the good news of the victory before he hears the news he does not want to hear, which is that his son Avshalom was killed. 
hoping, presumably, that by giving him the good news first, it'll mitigate the badness, um, it'll mitigate the, the hurt that David's going to feel when he hears about his son. And Yoav said to him, Today, you're not going to be the one, or you shouldn't be the one who brings the news. On another day, you could be the one that brings news. Achimatz <coughs> was the spy. He was, he was the one staying in the city who was supposed to deliver the news to David before, as he did. Remember, <coughs> he was sent as a messenger. Achimatz is apparently a good, a good runner. He's fast. He's efficient. Um, so he's used often as a messenger. So he wants to carry out that thing. But he says, Today, you're not going to be the one to give, bring the news because it's not just good news. It's also bad news, right? And that is the king's son is dead. The simple understanding of this is that even though... Um, the bearer of news is not responsible for the item in the news itself, usually not at least. It's just the bearer of news. But sometimes the person that bears, brings news to someone is associated with a certain event. So Achimatz wanted to bring the good news because he wanted to be the one who's, who... Everyone likes to go and bring good news. Everyone wants to call all their friends and tell them when something happens. But nobody wants to call... There, someone to tell them when something something really bad, to give something bad news. So Yoav tells him, you know, don't do that, right? You you are you're, you're in a high position. You're a person. You want to maintain this the the position that you're in. Remember, he's the son of one one of the leaders of the Kohanim and so on. So of Sadok. So Vayomer Yoav Lakushi. Yoav said to a Kushite, in uh, an Ethiopian, an African soldier who was fighting in in uh, David's army. So we see David was drawing soldiers and supporters from all around. We saw it from the Philistines, and now he was drawing them from as far away as, as, as Cush, which is a land in Africa. He told to the, the Cushi, he said to him, because he was just a soldier, he wasn't, you know, so, you know, he let him be the one that brings the news. You go tell the king what you saw. And it's interesting to note, he said, go ahead, <coughs> um, Go ahead and uh, and just tell the king what you saw. You know, describe what you saw. He didn't say tell him the news. And the kushi bowed to Yoav. Yoav being the the leading general, he bowed to him, and, he's, and now he has a mission. So he runs to bring the news. Uh, pushed the issue and he said to you what would be the big deal if 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 I would also run and after you know and after you sent the kushi the kushite I'll run I'll run, chase after him I'll run too what do you what is what what is this why do you want to run so bad why do you want to be the bearer of this news you have no news that that's new right by the time you say it, he'll already have heard the news from the Kushi. There's nothing new for you to say. It's just let it up, let up the matter. So let it be. I'm going to run anyway, was what he answered. He said, fine, Rutz. Go ahead. You're going to do it anyway. Just go. He ran um, on the flat land. He apparently knew a route that was easier to run. So he was able to pass the Kushite. So he made it to David first. 
David Yoshev Ben Shnehashim. David was sitting between the two gates, between the outer and inner gates, and he was looking to see, you know, someone until to see someone who's coming back with news. And the watchman who was standing on top of the wall um uh saw uh went to the uh Al Gagashar um to the wall, and he lifted his eyes and he saw and there was a man who was running alone. Um, so, and the watchman on top of the wall told the king, there's a guy running, right, if he's coming alone, it must be good news, right? He has news to say, right? He's a messenger, right? In other words, if it's all the armies running back, that would be a retreat, that would be a mess, that would look bad. One guy coming back, is he probably has something good to say? And he was coming closer and closer. And then he saw another guy running. He called to the shoer. There's another one running alone. He also must be coming with some news. As they approached closer, the watchman was able to see that it was Achimatz running ahead first. He's a good guy. Clearly, he wants to bring me good news. One gets the sense that that one of the reasons why Achimatz was so so intent on bringing the news that there must have been some understanding between David and Achimatz that if there's good news, Achimatz was going to bring it to him. Remember, Achimatz had this role before to be the one who brings news. And given that that's the case, it might make more sense as to why Achimatz um, was pushing to bring the news. And for some reason, Yoav was out of the loop. That's just a, a possible suggestion that I have. Um, it's just, I get that sense and feeling from these words. Achimatz calls and he calls out Shalom to the king. He bows to the king Vayomer and he says, Baruch Adonai Elohecha, blessed is the Lord your God, Asher Sigaret Toanashim Asher Nasu et Yadom Badoni HaMelech, that he has, um, he has delivered or he has clo- closed down, right? He has given over, in this, the cigar means the, he gave over the men that had raised their hands in rebellion against the king. They, he has given them over to us, and they lost. So, um, so blessed is God. And then the king asked, "Well, what about my son, the boy Avshalom? Is he okay?" And Achimatz didn't want to say what really happened, so he says, "I saw um, there was a lot of people hanging around with Yoav." Um, when Yoav sent me to bring the news, there was a lot of commotion. I'm not sure exactly what happened. Something happened, but I'm not sure what happened. He says, you know what? You stay right here. Turn, turn uh, to this side. Stay right over here. And, and, and he did. He stayed there and he stood. And then the Kushi, the second messenger came afterwards. Um, the, uh, I, uh, the news should be brought. Uh, to the king, my master, the king, God has judged for you today from the hands of all of those who have stood against you. So now the king asked the Kushi, 
What about how is my son Avshalom doing? Kushi said, Yiuchanar Oive Adoniha Malach. May the um Vikolashir Komu Allah. May the enemies of the of the of my master the king have the same fate that the boy had. And everyone and so should happen to everyone that stands up against you. In other words, he died and so should happen to everyone that rebels against you. So he thereby gave him the new, without directly saying it, he made it clear that Absalom was no longer alive. How David is going to react to this news is going to be the subject of the next chapter 19. Thank you for studying chapter 18 together. Looking forward to studying the rest of the book of Shmuel together. And um, thank you and have a wonderful day.